Guys, hey, we're back. It's already the middle of February 2020. How is that possible? <laughs> Have you seen that meme where it says that January was just practice and the year actually starts February 1st? It's like, exactly how I feel. I had big lawfully plans for the end of the year and then the start of 2020. I was going to record a bunch of episodes. I created a bunch of new material for the website. My time was scheduled beautifully. And then on Christmas day, we got engaged. <laughs> I'm still buzzing. And so that happened. And so a lot of the planning time I had set aside, I got excited and started wedding planning instead. <laughs> and then at the start of the year, I got so, so sick. Like it wasn't even exactly that flu that was going around. I don't know. It was something else. And then I was watching Pandemic on Netflix. And then, you know, when you just <laughs> start to make yourself go crazy, that's where I was at. <laughs> All of the things that I had planned to do just got pushed to the side. And uh, I, yeah, just being sick took me out of commission for a full week. And I found my feet and was ready to hit the ground running. But the universe had other plans for me. And it was to slow down and to take a break. And again, just live in this space of engagement bliss. <laughs> And everything I had planned just, again, got pushed to the side and left unattended. And that's exactly how I felt. I was taking care of myself in a sense, but I just wasn't resting. And it was just too many things. And then I was just excited about too many things. I ignored that inner voice telling me to just chill. And then I got taken out because I didn't listen. <laughs> well, now I'm back up full force and I'm excited to be here. Clear mind, rested body, open heart, and I'm just excited to be here. And I am so, so grateful for you spending your time with me. It's funny because I just sit in a room, essentially just talking to myself, but so many of you have been telling me how helpful the podcast has been for you. And that has just reinvigorated me because I can forget that there's a person on the other side of this. So please share the love let me know <laughs> what's been helpful. And if you have your own life questions, please write them in. You can message me on Instagram at BigKidPod. Send me a message even at the Big Kid Podcast Facebook group if that's where you hang. If not, send me an email on info at kdccoaching.com. Even on that website, that's where we list all the show notes for all of the episodes and there's this new feature where you can actually leave me a voice message about that episode. So I would love to hear from you. I remember as a kid, I used to stay up late to listen to call-in radio shows <laughs> where people would ask questions about life and sex. And I found it so fascinating. And now I've lived a lot of life and I'd love to answer your questions. Not about sex, but maybe eventually, but more about life, love, and relationships. So please get in touch. All right. Last year on the pod, we focused on different emotions and feelings, how they happen, what it could look like in 
in yourself and even your kids, and also how to move through all of that and help guide your kids through the same. So if you're currently struggling with something specific, there are a bunch of episodes that you can look through on the website. This year, I really wanted to focus the podcast around this quote that I always use in my coaching that I love, love, love. And it's, the habits you created to survive will no longer serve you when it's time to thrive. This isn't the first time I've shared that quote on the podcast. And again, I just want to really spend the year diving into exactly what this means. Habits can be a tricky thing because there are so many ones, so many habits that we rely on every single day. But what happens when you start wanting more from your life and more from yourself? In order to get to that place, you have to start looking at what isn't serving you any longer. I attended this beautiful, beautiful full moon sound bath last week, and it was a yoga practice, and the instructor guided us through this experience of essentially just letting things go, and it was mind-bending. I can't even, (laughs) I don't know, I'm still processing. I've been explaining it as a full sensory experience because there was incense going, and she would spray oils in the air, and I'm a very... (laughs) I was going to say smelly person, but that's not what I mean. I'm just, um, smells are a big thing for me. So that was interesting and lovely. And um, also with the sound bowls, just invigorating the ears. And like that would just, you could like feel it absorb into your skin and just go through your body. It was just Like I said, I'm still processing the whole thing. So I think about this quote all the time, the habits you created to survive. And when I say that, what comes up for you? When I started asking myself this question, what came up for me included survival habits like people-pleasing, lying, perfectionism, building walls around my heart to keep people out, procrastinating even, a lot of comparing myself to the people around me, and then even those that I chose to look at online. Survival habits were not, (laughs) sorry, ignoring my feelings completely. So when I say those, do any of them ring true for you? It's taking a lot of soul searching and figuring out different strategies and ways to create thriving habits for myself. So I want to take time talking to you about these and so many other survival habits and then how to create your own thriving habits. As always, you can work with me more up close with any of these habits or feelings to make your 2020 the best year and for you to tackle big things this year because that's what you're made for. Since February is the month of love, <laughs> I wanted to focus on relationships and not just romantic, any type of relationship. My go-to bad habit around the la- around relationships is always keeping people out and sometimes <laughs> even back back in the day, another survival habit was letting the wrong type of people in. 
Instead of really wanting to be loved from me as a human, I turned towards being wanted by other people. I thought that that was the only way things counted, was through the eyes of another person. And honestly, who could really love me (coughs) for all of my (coughs) fuck-ups? Oh, excuse me. And... mm. And really, who could love me for all of my fuck-ups, my mistakes, my traumas, all my wrong decisions? Ha! Inconceivable. Letting people have that side of me was honestly so, so hard that I found it easier just to (laughs) let them see what I wanted. And this was the groundwork for the walls I started to build around my heart. I wanted to be in charge of what people thought of me because I thought I could control that. (laughs) Turns out you can't. For example, being a bitch was just so much fun. And I found it so much easier than being compassionate, thoughtful, and kind. I used to believe that I was undeserving of love. So when someone showed me the slightest interest, I just jumped at the chance to stand in their spotlight. I didn't realize that the spotlight was never a space that anything positive happened. And it was just more cycles of the same shit over and over again. (laughs) I've been playing Lizzo's song, Cause I Love You, on repeat for months and months and months. (laughs) And I love all of the lyrics. And the first time I heard it, the chorus, uh, it hit me. It hit me so hard. And she sings, I thought that I didn't care. I thought I was love impaired. But baby, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm crying because I love you. There's no way in hell I'm going to sing that. So go go listen to that song. (laughs) And this is what ran through my head, honestly, the moment I got engaged, which was, again, just at Christmas. So even just up until then, I thought I was love impaired. Those lyrics just get me, Uh, especially how she sings it and just the big band in the back. It's a beautiful song. So through my journey back to myself, I learned and now I teach kindness driving change because kindness to myself was where I was able to forgive myself for all of my fuck-ups, my mistakes, my traumas, my wrong decisions. And it has become a daily reminder to myself that I am deserving of love simply because I'm human. That is more than enough reason to be deserving of love. And I want to remind you of that today. So... I was always just searching for love instead of focusing on just being love. And since I've made that switch, dude, my life has honestly transformed. There's another beautiful woman that I love, Rupi Kaur. 
She's a beautiful Canadian poet. She's written a couple of books now, Milk and Honey and The Sun and Her Flowers. And she has this simple, simple poem on one page that says it best. And it's found in Milk and Honey, if you're wondering. And it just simply says, how you love yourself is how you teach others to love you. Dude, legit, right? Like, tell that to your kids. I was so sick of people loving me for all of that just base level shit. We all want to be in a relationship, both again, romantic or not, and where you can ask, do you still love me even when I'm standing in the depths of my despair? Ugh. Do you still love me when I'm an anxious mess and I can't see past the fog? Can you love me for all of my imperfections? But instead of asking that to another person, it was turning inward and asking that to myself. Can I love me for all of my imperfections? And learning to really accept myself in these moments has filtered down to all of my relationships. Making space for me to be me makes me do this really hard work. But being myself is so worth it. And being loved for just being the only version of me is so soul-lifting. So imagine doing that for you and for somebody else. So now when I'm hanging out with a new group of people, I make an effort to say out loud that I'm sober. And this is part of my boundary building. I used to get a lot of really weird looks when I started doing this. People would look at me honestly like I was an alien because... We've made drinking so, so just socially acceptable. It's just part of life, right? And uh, I was just always so annoyed back in the day because people would always ask and pry a little bit and be like, oh, why? Why don't you drink? Oh, I don't drink because I'm actually an alcoholic. So thank you. Thank you for, you know. (laughs) But again... Because I've changed my answers and I've stopped being annoyed about that question, I am kinder even with my delivery. I used to rely on alcohol because I thought that it made it, it made me more me. (laughs) It loosened inhibitions and I just felt more like myself. But this is where it gets you because... Then came the days that I needed a drink just to function in the world as a human. But it was killing my body and my soul (laughs) bit by bit. And it just added to the walls that I was building. I think of our kids. They don't want to feel anything ever. Nothing negative, especially. And this is why I teach what I do. It's all about understanding these feelings and emotions that come up so you don't have to numb them. Because once I started actually feeling, I started understanding myself more and more. So what thriving habit did I replace with the survival habit of keeping people at a distance behind those walls and a moat filled with crocodiles? (laughs) It was trusting and trust and building boundaries. I started going to therapy and meetings with AA and it was it started with trusting those humans and that process. There I was able to start trusting myself and understanding what my boundaries were 
So for me, strong boundary, no drinking. (laughs) Another fundamental (laughs) that I say is my time management has also really helped with this. So every week, I'll look at what I have to do, and then I plan it into my days. But the first thing I always put in my calendar is time for myself. So this is when I'm doing my mindful mornings is what I call it. And that's when I meditate and journal, Um, sometimes pull a tarot card, usually pull a tarot card. Um, And then I'll book fitness classes where I'll do yoga and that type of stuff. And then I schedule in time with my partner. And then everything else gets planned after those and specifically in that order. Because as you move through the week, it's just important because sometimes we leave time for ourselves and time for our partners and those relationships into all of the empty spots in between all of the other shit. But then so much other shit comes up that those are usually the first things to fall off. So I flipped it and made sure that that strong boundary was there and that those things came first. So as you move through your week, I want you to start to notice your own survival habits. Where are you surviving? Where do you want to thrive? A wall-building survival habit that I sometimes still default to is being the funny one in the room. But then I started asking myself, why? Why do I need to go there? And usually it just stemmed from fear, fear of being judged. So now that I know that is where it's coming from, I can start creating a thriving habit instead. I wrote a Galentine's love letter on the blog this week, and I talk about how at first I put up walls with women that I was intimidated by, but I noticed it happening, and so I was able to choose again. So I chose kindness and love, and I've been able to connect with so many amazing, brilliant women that I would otherwise normally avoid. And then just sitting at home in comparison and self-hatred because I would be like cyber-stalking them, (laughs) right? I'm not the only one. So it's interesting when you can just change that one thing. Things aren't happening to us. We have the power to show up as someone new each time, each time you decide to choose again. So as you start to notice your own survival habits, ask yourself the same question. Why? Where is this coming from? And if you want more of a resource of what it looks like to build trust and build those boundaries, sign up for the newsletter because I send out monthly things based on what we're talking about. And so for February, it's all about that. And like I mentioned before, if you have questions, you can actually leave me a voice message just in the show notes on the website. So friends, as always, go check out Instagram because every week I send out dares. And again, all around the same type of theme. This week, we're talking about 
taking stock of your own personal values. The dare I gave out says, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. So what are you willing to stand up for? Make sure it starts with you. I hope you have such a great week. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.